listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. This week on the Vintage Radio Club, an accident kills a man, but he is made to return to Earth to trade places with a fated victim. It's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and it's called Bullet. To listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired on October 26, 1941. It's the Halloween special, and it's called The Devil's Hour. Adventures of the Shadow are on the air. Brought to you each week at this time by your neighborhood blue coal dealer. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The way to get in step with the times on home heating is to fill your bin with blue coal, that exceptionally fine home fuel. Yes, Blue Coal gives you comfortable, economical heat, and it's effort-saving on your part, too. Yes, it's easy, as well as clean and healthy, to heat your home the Blue Coal way. Order a supply of Blue Coal right now. The producers of Blue Coal foresee no shortage of this high-quality home fuel, but present unsettled conditions make it wise to be prepared. Don't put off ordering. Call your friendly neighborhood Blue Coal dealer tomorrow and get your winter's supply. The Shadow, mysterious character who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Several years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and powerful secret. 
the secret of hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Devil's Hour. The ram's horn will summon Satan. <laughs> Help me, Satan. Alone in the forest here, I have sounded the devil's horn. I call on you to blot out the life of my enemy, Edward Heller, before the hour of this midnight has struck, and to blot out the life of his sister, Deborah, before the hour of this midnight has passed. <laughs> Is that you, Bediah? Yes, Miss Deborah. It's Bediah. Them farm people are having a fine time for their Halloween husking party. Oh, we shouldn't have done it, Bediah. Mr. Edvard is in no condition to be lying in his bed upstairs, tossing and turning... Well, that infernal laughing and stomping goes on. Yes, ma'am. But they'll be leaving soon, ma'am. Now, Miss Deborah, I'm going down to the servants' quarter. Well, there's nothing else for you to do. But I... Miss Deborah. That sounded like... The devil's horn, Miss Deborah. Where's it coming from? Mr. Edward's room. Edward! Oh, get up there quick, Bediah. Yes, sir, Miss Deborah. But there ain't much I can do. You heard that horn. Yes, Bediah. I heard the devil's horn. Means Edvard is to die. But it isn't time yet. Midnight was the hour he always feared. Mr. Edward is dead. Of course he is. What were them shots, Miss Deborah? Who are you to ask? My name is Jarkins, one of the farm folks, ma'am. What is? Mr. Jarkins. My brother Edward is dead. Edward dead? Dead? Who? Edward Heller? Dead? How did you mean? Quiet, friends. Miss Deborah, who would kill such a man as your brother? I don't know that, Mr. Jarkins. But this I do know. Just before my brother was killed, we heard the devil's horn from up there in his room. Uh, oh, the devil's horn. Yeah, the devil's been here. Old Pratsman done it. Old Pratsmanovich. He talks to the devil. Quiet, friends. Miss Deborah, did old Pratsman maybe have a grudge against your brother? Did he, ma'am? My brother knew Mr. Pratsman. 
Only yesterday it was I heard them quarreling. Go on. And I heard Potsman seeing us clear as though he were in this room right now. He said... I may be helpless at Wartheller, but I can call on Satan to bring death and destruction on the house of my enemies. <laughs> That's just what he said, Mr. Charkins. Now, what are you going to do? Bury the witch with his victim, Miss Deborah. We're going to dig a nice deep grave for old Protsman. There'll be two bodies together in that grave tonight. You know, Margot, we haven't yet passed a witch on a broom. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Unheard of, Lamont, considering it's soon to be Halloween. <laughs> Can you remember what an exciting thing Halloween was when you were a kid? Oh. That doesn't require too good a memory, Margot. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, incidentally, I uh, I didn't want to frighten you, but I'm afraid we've lost our road. Oh, oh, oh. well, I'm really too sleepy to care, partner in crime. Well, then, why don't we just pick out a little inn along the road and stay there until morning? This countryside is perfect for Halloween. So, why don't you just wave your wand, stop your car, and there you are. Well, you stopped your car, but where are you? You're in. I am. Oh, where? Well, doesn't that sign say in? Oh, yes, I see. Nailed up on the tree there. P-R-O... I think the name is Protsman. Yes, Protsman. Well, Mr. Protsman's in, a little dilapidated. But then so am I. <laughs> Hurry then, my lady, before you both fall apart. And I'm just in the mood to do that. <laughs> well, doesn't seem to be a creature stirring, but we'll take a chance. Serve us right if an old witch took us in and baked us both into gingerbread boys. A boy for me and girl for you, darling. You see, I... <laughs> oh, good evening. You've come to tell me he's dead, haven't you? What? What did you say? You've come to tell me. Oh, I thought you were someone else. Someone else? My name is Protsman. This is my house. What can I do for you? We'd like two rooms for the night if you have them. Step inside. I'll try to. What was that? What? That you hear? Oh, some people on the road. After all, it's Halloween. Look, Lamont, coming over the hill. It's a mob. It's me they want. They're after me. Rotsman, Rotsman, where are you? What will I do? What will I do? Well, as a first precaution, I suggest you're ducking inside and locking the door, Mr. Rotsman. That wouldn't stop them. They'd burn the house down. Well, then I'm afraid we're in for a first class... This time they're going to kill me. Quiet. They'll kill Listen me. Listen to me, you men. Listen. I'd keep out of this if I was you, stranger. Rotsman, you ought to let me want to talk hey, to What do you want with me, Mr. Jarkin? Funny you're asking that, you with your dirty witchcraft and spellcasting. Uh, where are you taking me? We're taking you back to the Heller Mansion, Putzman. We are going to bury you with Heller in a nice deep grave. Oh, no, grab him, man. No, you don't. Let me go. Putzman, you ain't leaving Please, alive. don't hurt me. I can go past you. This grave is just going to pitch you. Did you hear what I heard, Margot? I'm afraid I did, Lamont. A witch? A murder? 
And a grave already dug? What were you saying about Halloween being exciting when we were kids, Margot? Let Flotsman talk. Please. Please, let me go. You're wrong about me, I tell you. Are we? Here's your witch, Miss Deborah. Got anything to say to him? I have. That's my brother's body on the bed there, Mr. Plotsman. Not a pretty sight, is he? With those three bullets in his heart. (laughs) Don't make me look at the dead one. You'll look at it all right. It was the last night, please. Listen. Hear that? Someone coming up the stairs. Expect anybody, Miss Deborah? No one. Well, here we are, Margot. No trouble at all. To... Oh, quite a turnout we have here. Good evening, everyone. Well, they don't want to play, Margot. Now, my dear, we are at what is usually referred to as the scene of the crime. We must observe everything very carefully. Uh, for instance, the broken vase we see lying on this hearthstone may be connected with this, this fresh bullet hole in the mantelpiece here. Amazing, my dear Holmes. Elementary, my dear Margot. Now I wonder if these good people here have noticed that the dead man didn't so much as stir in his sleep while being killed. Listen here, stranger, I don't know who you are, Oh, I beg your pardon. I'm Lamont Cranston, and this is Miss Lane. We thought we'd help track down the criminal who killed Edward Heller. The devil himself killed Edward Heller. Really? Hmm, the devil must be having a rather tough season of it. What do you mean, miss? That empty watch case on the mantelpiece. Did the devil by any chance steal the contents of that, Mr. Jorkins? Edward's watch case. She's right. It's empty. His watch is gone. Ah, nice work, Margot. Was it a very valuable watch, madam? It was an heirloom. One of those old-fashioned watches that... Chimed a little tune on the hour. Oh, yes, I know the kind. Very popular in my grandfather's day. Still rather popular with the satanic majesty by the looks of things. What kind of nonsense is this? The devil has no need for the things of men. No? Well, then, Mr. Jarkins, why did your devil use the revolver by this bed to murder Mr. Heller? Said Vart's own gun. He always kept it in his room. May I see it, please? Uh, yes. Miss Deborah, don't give it a woman. Thank you, Miss Deborah. I'll tell Back to Mr. Jarkins, you and your mom. Uh, now then. All right, it's all right, men. He won't get away with this. And you better get old Protzman out of here, Lamont. All right, Margot. You. Me, sir? Badiah, sir? I'm only a servant in the house, sir. Get Mr. Protzman out of this room quickly. Hold him downstairs until the police come. Yes, sir. Thank you, young man. We'll get thank you for this Protzman and you too, Cranston. Get him out, Badiah. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm sorry to interfere with your fun this evening, gentlemen. But no one is to touch that old man until the police arrive. Is that clear? Who says so? I do, Mr. Jarkins. Not to mention the revolver. And now we're going to proceed with a sensible investigation of it. Oh, yeah. What was he that? Killed what was that? He's gone. Protzman's got away. Badiah. He's a witch for sure he is. How did he get away? I turned my back for one second and he vanished. Oh, I can't stand this. I'm, I'm oh, going falling. Lamont, help him. Here, here, Miss Deborah. Oh. Take my arm. Uh, hold the gun, Margot, while I get... I'll take that gun, Mr. Cranston. There. Now, sir, you listen to me. You let Protzman escape. Miss Deborah. I want no explanations. He killed my brother. He threatened my own life, and now... Mr. Jarkins. Yes, Miss Deborah. You and the rest will take Miss Lane below and hold her until Mr. Cranston brings the murderer to me. If you fail to do that by one o'clock, Mr. Cranston, 
I will take the law into my own hands. You and Miss Lane have 30 minutes to live. In a moment, we'll bring you the second act of The Devil's Hour. Recent weather predictions describe an especially severe winter in store for us. Be prepared to meet it with a plentiful supply of blue coal. This exceptionally fine home fuel will give you comfortable, even warmth, no matter how cold the winds outside the house may blow. And remember this, that it's especially easy to heat your home with blue coal. Blue coal is delivered to your home in exactly the proper size for your heating plant. It's carefully prepared to give you safe, efficient, and economical heat. And you'll enjoy added ease when your furnace is equipped with our new automatic blue coal heat regulator. What a truly wonderful improvement this is. It's as easy to operate as your electric toaster. It automatically opens and closes the dampers on your furnace and keeps every room at an even temperature at all times. Call your reliable neighborhood blue coal dealer right away and ask for a free demonstration of the blue coal deluxe heat regulator in your own home with no obligation whatever. Your neighborhood dealer is listed under the words blue coal in the yellow section of your classified phone directory. Blue coal, you know, is color marked for your protection with a harmless blue tint. Get in touch with your blue coal dealer tomorrow. And now... Back to the shadow. Jarkins and his men are holding Miss Lane outside. And your time is passing, Mr. Cranston. I hope to give you a definite clue soon, Miss Deborah. Now, let's see. This was Edward's library. Hmm. An odd collection. Egyptology, metaphysics. Aha. Look at this. Who's that? Witchcraft. A volume on witchcraft. And what's this in the pages? It's a letter, Mr. Cranston. Uh, so I see. It seems to begin at the middle. There must be another page somewhere about. What does it say? You were taken away, my own... I will leave no stone unturned to bring misery and death on him who stole you from me. Signed, Edward. Oh, strange. I don't... Ah, look, here it is. The first page. To whom is it addressed, Mr. Cranston? To beloved Elsa. Dated the 25th. Well, that's yesterday. Elsa! Oh, no. Miss Deborah. Oh. Are you ill? Don't... Don't worry about me. There's no time to waste. You must go to Badiah at once, Mr. Cranston. Badiah? He will know the truth. Ask him why my brother went to see Dr. Fennings last night. Dr. Fennings? If only you can make him talk. There are ways to do that, Miss Deborah. Miss Deborah. Oh. Deborah. I'll have to go out this window. You can tell Mr. Jarkins I'll be back soon. Miss Deborah, you hear me in there? Where is he? Oh. First Proxman disappears, and now... Mr. Jarkins, there's been a mistake. You'll find out what a mistake there's been if you're Proxman's next victim. Where's Cranston? Why did you let him go? I had to, Mr. Jarkins. There was Miss a mistake. Deborah, I believe you're in league with your brother's murderers, with Cranston and Proxman. No, Mr. Jarkins. You are. And 
now, if it's the last thing on earth I do, I'm going no! to... No! No, Mr. Jawkins! Mr. Cranston has escaped, but my men are still holding Miss Lane. She has only a short while to live. Meanwhile, I don't want you to tell anybody I talked to you. I won't tell, Mr. Jarkin. Good. From here on, I'm going to shoot on sight. Make sure your aim is good, Jarkins. Very good. <laughs> Who is that? I am the Shadow. But I can't see you. No. I've cast a hypnotic spell over your mind, but I am. What do you want with me? Why did Edward Heller visit Dr. Fennings last night? You know that? The shadow knows. Why, Badiah? Because... Because Mr. Edvard's heart was bad. Dr. Fennings said he couldn't live out the month. I see. Why did you keep that visit a secret? Because I was scared of Mr. Edvard. Death always seemed to be close to him. And that horn we heard... Very interesting. One thing more. Your master, Edward Heller, wrote a letter to Elsa. Who is Elsa? Elsa? Why, that was Mr. Protzman's wife. Mr. Protzman's wife? She's been dead these ten long years, she has. I see. I'm leaving you now, Badiah. But remember, I'm always near. The shadow will be watching you. <laughs> What are we waiting for, Jarkins? Yeah, it's almost one. Why don't we kill Cranston's friend, Miss Lane, here? We've uh, still got five minutes left. Miss Deborah Miss promised... Deborah's dead. I'm in charge now. Men? Yeah, what is this? That grave Edvard Heller's lying in is waiting for a companion. If we can't get Cranston, we've got Miss Lane. But Lamont won't go back on his word. He'll be here any minute. Any minute won't do, Miss Lane. He should be here now. But I am here, gentlemen. Oh, Lamont. Put down that gun, Jarkins. My time's not up yet. I promised to deliver the murderer before one o'clock, and I will. All right, but you'd better do some fast talking, Cranston. Gladly. Now listen to me. First... That broken vase was shattered by the bullet that made this small hole here in this mantelpiece. What's your point, Cranston? Just this. We know there were three shots heard when Edward Heller was killed. It's unlikely that the murderer would have missed after getting his range. Therefore, the shot that missed and broke this vase must have been the first shot fired. Right, Mr. Jarkins? Well, yes. Yes, I guess so. Well, what's that got to do with it? Just this. If you'd been in bed asleep and someone had fired a gun in your ear and knocked a vase to the floor, what would you have done? Frankly, I would have jumped up and tried to... Of course to... you would have, Margot. But Edward Heller didn't. See how smooth his bedclothes are? Heller didn't move because he knew he was going to be murdered. Murdered as part of his own plan. Just a minute, Cranston. This bullet hole of yours in the mantelpiece hasn't left a trace of lead. No? Well, let's see that, Jarkins. Oh. It's just possible that this mantelpiece isn't exactly what it appears to be. I'd say... Aha! Uh -huh. 
quite an interesting little device, eh, Mr. Jarkins? That's right. The mantelpiece open. Yeah, what do you suppose is inside there? I'm not sure, but I've got a good idea. I wouldn't go in there, Cranston. I'll take that chance. Stay here with your men, Jarkins. Come on, Margot. All right. Careful, Lamont. I'll be careful. It's only a question. Lamont, isn't that a figure huddled there in the corner? It is, Margot. It, it's Potsman. Potsman. Potsman, are you all right? Here, let me help. Please don't hurt. He's almost Please. delirious. Leave him alone, Cranston. Please. I'll tend to him. Please. Come along, Cranston. Oh, no, you don't, Jarkins. This gun says I do. Please don't. Come on. Come on. Come on. Please. Well, Lamont, this is a fine pickle. Haven't you found out who killed Edward Heller yet? Almost, Margot. There's only one piece missing from the puzzle, and that's the little stolen watch that plays a tune on the hour. Do you think you'll find it before they kill Protzman? Perhaps the shadow can find it, Margot. Please don't hurt me, Mr. Jarkins. Please let me live. Shut up, Protzman. I was... Who's there? It's Bediah, Mr. Jarkins. Well, why don't you come in, Bediah? We're killing a witch in here. Oh, no. No. You're, you're killing him, Mr. Jarkins? We're killing him, Bediah. <laughs> Not yet, Jarkins. Not yet. Hey, what's that? Yes. Who was talking? It was I, Mr. Jarkins. The shadow. But I, I can't see you. You're just a voice. You cannot see me, but I'm here in this room. As is our murderer, Mr. Jarkins. Who? Who is the murderer? You have but a moment to wait. The devil's hour is over. Well, what are we waiting for? Yeah, where is our murderer? Right there, gentlemen. It's Edward Heller's watch. Mr. Jarkins? Yes, voice. Why don't you ask Badiah the time? Why ask me the time? Reach in your pocket, Badiah, and take out Edward Heller's watch. All right. What if I have Mr. Edward's watch, Shadow? Just this. You killed Edward. Then you kidnapped Potsman to make us believe the devil had a hand in this night's crime. Yeah, and why did I do that, Shadow? For a sum of money. You mean my master paid me to kill him? That's exactly what I mean. You were the only person who knew Edward was going to die within the month. And Edward wanted someone to kill him tonight. And why would he want that, Shadow? Revenge. He never forgave Potsman for marrying Elsa, the woman he loved. And because of this, he paid you to kill him so that he could use his death to frame Protzman. How do you know all this? And Edward almost succeeded. He was only defeated by your stupidity. You couldn't resist stealing your master's watch. <laughs> well... What are you going to do about it? I'm going to do plenty. Look out, Hawkins. He's got my gun. Yes, and I'm going to use it. No, you're not, Bataya. Give me that gun. No, Shadow. Your job is done. You found your murderer. But I'm robbing you of the privilege of taking him alive. And this time, the first shot won't miss its mark. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Cranston. Miss Lane, I... I have to thank you for giving my life back to me. And I have thank to you. thank you for humoring an old fool. <laughs> Glad we happened along, Mr. Jarkins. Oh, uh, by the way, Mr. Protzman, I'd uh, give up experimenting with witchcraft if I were you. Oh, believe me, I will, sir. I will. <laughs> believe me. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye. Goodbye Mr. Protzman. Goodbye, Mr. Cranston. <laughs> All right, Margot? Yes, I... I think so. 
Only, you know, there's, there's one thing I don't understand. Oh? What's that? Well, as Mr. Protzman told us, he asked the devil to kill Edvard Heller before midnight and his sister before one. Miss Deborah's death, Margot, was due to apoplexy, brought on by the realization of what Edward had done. But still, it all turned out exactly the way Protzman asked the devil to arrange it. You see what I mean, Lamont? Margot, one really mustn't ask too many questions on Halloween's Eve in a strange countryside. In a moment, we'll bring you an episode from real life proving that crime does not pay. First, however, I know you'll be interested in hearing from Blue Coal's distinguished home heating expert, John Barclay. Mr. Barclay. Thank you. Many people already have started their furnace fires. In the changeable weather we're having, it's nice to have warmth in the chilly mornings and evenings. But it's certainly no fun to have to get up on a cold morning and go down to rebuild a fire that's gone out during the night. You won't have to do this, you know, if your furnace is equipped with the proper dampers and if you have a modern thermostat. Any blue coal dealer will be glad to send an expert John Barclay-trained serviceman to your home to show you how easily you can regulate your furnace to give you heat just when you want it. Heat during the cool mornings and evenings and fires bank during the day and night. Let this expert serviceman help you at no obligation whatever. Simply call your friendly neighborhood blue coal dealer and you'll soon settle down at ease free of heating worries. He's listed in the yellow section of your classified telephone directory under the words blue coal. See how much easier and more efficient it is to heat your home the blue coal way. Thank you. Today's program is based on a copyrighted story. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Direct from real life, we now bring you conclusive proof that crime does not pay. <coughs> New York City, New York. Irving Levitt, 38 years old, spots a well-to-do victim for robbery. He quickly approaches. You got $145 in that handbag? No! Give me that! No, I... <laughs> run! Run as hard as you can, Irving Levitt. You won't get to spend that money. It profits you nothing. Last week in Kings County Court, Irving Levitt heard the price of his attempted grand larceny. Four to five years in Sing Sing Prison. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, your friendly blue coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Be sure to listen, and be sure to phone your neighborhood blue coal dealer for greater heating comfort at less cost. Remember... Keep the home fires burning with blue coal. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny.
Welcome back. And thus they leave and everyone is friends again. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't buy it either. Um, I, I had a hard time following the story. Uh, well, that was until Margot wrapped it up at the end. Let's hope next week is a better show. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.